5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. 23 minutes to wait. Good morning to you, Sean Fuster. Good morning, good morning. Thanks for having me back. Sean, we had a bit of a chat yesterday about the uh, Snowtown killer, Robert Wagner, and his... um... (laughs) Well, I actually found it really comical, his sense of indignation that somehow somebody, some unnamed person had, in inverted commas, leaked information about his mm. parole bid to the press and it turned out that it was the presiding judge. <laughs> he got to the bottom of it, though. He did. You guys can see this in the studio and hopefully the live stream can see this. It's, it's the uh, world's smallest violin yeah. playing exclusively <laughs> for Robert Wagner. Yeah. Look, I tell you, almost 20 years I've been doing this now and I can count on one hand the number of times that a moment in court has been like a TV show. Mm. We mm. had an argument between prosecutors and defence where they were talking about someone's survival. It's only an act of God they're even alive. Well, it's not for you to play God in their relationship. And magistrates standing up and very dramatic. You had a situation where a murderer confessed on the stand mid-cross-examination because he didn't want to cross swords with Sandy McDonald SC anymore. Mm. He'd had six hours of cross-examination. He's like, no, nah, I'm done. I did it. Just take her away from me, please. <laughs> I can't handle this anymore. We've had moments like that. Watching Wagner walk into that court yesterday and make the strangest and, on one sense, most pathetic argument for parole I've ever seen Mm. was definitely another one of those moments. Your Honour, they're stopping my mail and they're stopping my visitors. And I pleaded guilty to three counts. Yeah. And Justice Parker looked at him and said, well, you were found guilty of seven more. So he still said nothing about the other seven. I pleaded guilty to 30% of the murders I committed. Surely that entitles me to a discount. So the next time someone out there goes on about, oh, serial killers, dark and mysterious mm. and, you know, absolute intellectual geniuses, just go back and read this story, mm. honestly, yeah. because this is what we're talking about. And you look at all the stats from around the world. People who are serial killers are not your Dexter-style, Joker-style, Moriarty geniuses. Yeah. They are people who have a lust to kill, they keep killing, they don't stop killing, and for whatever reason quite often because of the social standing of the people they choose to hurt, they're not caught for a while. And and it seemed as though in in what he said, it was almost this sort of surprise that as a result of killing all these people, you miss out on things. This idea that, hang on. What a shock. I'm I'm not going to spend time with my son. Yeah. Let's not forget that this is the man who on the day of sentencing stood up and said he was proud of what he did and he didn't regret anything that he did. Mm. He he asked the court for time in 2003, 2004 to stand up and make a statement justifying his actions. It's actually the human demonstration of the discussion we were having a couple of weeks ago about that, you know, the the, the knife went in essay that I was talking about. Yes, very much. Where this guy has done all of these things. He's he's admitted to, as Will said, 30% of the the things that he did that absolutely represent one of the high watermarks of human evil ever seen in this country. Yet he's absolutely perplexed to the point of being outraged at the consequences that that has brought. Yeah. And, and it's all his own work. And, and he's you, like, oh, look, what? This? Hang on. i got a kid. And as <laughs> well, you said at the start of the drongo. segment, as you said at the start of the segment, this idea that he was indignant that someone somewhere would let the media know yeah. that mm. he was making this application. And the look on his face when Justice Parker said, or he said, I, you know, I, I demand to know who actually let this out to the media. And Justice Parker quite calmly said, well, I did it because it's authorised under the law. And the look on Wagner's face as he went, okay. Mm. You, you could tell at that point he went, I've got a pre-written statement here. I just need to drop 50% of it because <laughs> I had another page of Anyone indignation. Got a pen? And I don't, I don't need that page anymore. You know my That's... other weird take on Wagner? Reading, 
I saw in your online story, Sean, the the actual handwritten letter that he's written to the judge. Not trying to pretend to be some handwriting expert here, but I noticed that he he doesn't dot his eyes. He draws oh, a circle on the eyes like yes. he's a, like he's a seven year old girl. In, in his defence, and I. I mean, that's I'm going to take. I'm going to take that statement back. I was about to say, in his defence, but we're talking about one of the countries yeah. in the world's worst serial killers here. That was an education a, thing. Though. As a matter of fact, as Wagner himself pointed out in court, mm. he had trouble reading and writing when he went into prison. And one of yep. the big rehabilitative steps that he's made is to gain his literacy. So there's sure. one thing. Well, his handwriting is neater than mine, but I, I, I saw that too. And thought, how peculiar is that? It makes me wonder who's circled eyes. Yeah, I prison. expect to see a, a couple of Hello Kitty stickers on the letter yeah, as well. Yeah, it's very effeminate, isn't it? It looks and more, very more childlike. Yeah, childlike. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, well, but yeah. He's got a snowball's chance in hell, hasn't he? Look, what happens now is the, the DPP said there are two stages to this test. The first test is, do we think as a court and as a society that a non-parole period is warranted? If so, then we order reports to find out whether this person can be trusted on parole. Mm. Your Honour, we don't even meet the first test here. There's nothing yep. that says that a bodies in the barrels killer can possibly qualify for, for parole, especially when the original sentencing judge said you are incapable of rehabilitation and your crimes are beyond recompense. Mm. So that all weighs very heavily against him. And Justice Parker was very clear. He said to Wagner, you've got to jump that hurdle. We're not here to give you a non-parole period. You have to convince us that something has changed significantly since 2004 that means now you should be considered for release. I don't think getting your mail stopped, having your visitors stopped, and getting your literacy is enough when weighed against 10 bodies. Well, the, oh. and the, the other point <laughs> well, he made too was he's, he needs a non-parole uh, date set for his mental health. Mm. Well, I'm sorry. Being in jail sucks. Yeah. And it, yeah. and it will make you miserable and sad. And that's the bloody point. Yeah, you yeah. don't kill people. And how'd you get there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there are going to be downsides, unfortunately. This is not an accidental killing. This is not a case of death by dangerous driving where it's irresponsible, but perhaps the consequences couldn't be foreseen. This is yeah. deliberate yeah. and willful taking of 10 lives. Not one, 10. Mm. Yeah. It is a bit galling that we have to pay for this entire process. Yeah, what, how did it get to this point, Sean? Surely there are preliminary hearings or something around. No, there's it. always a right to apply if you haven't been given a okay. non-parole period. And we see it turn up quite often in the district court. You have people uh, pop up, and usually they're on much shorter sentences. Mm. Um, the thing with Wagner and also with his co-accused, John Justin Bunting, co-convicted, is that at the time that Justice Brian Martin sentenced them and said, I'm jailing you for life without parole, he did leave open the opportunity for them to apply. So this has always been lurking in the background. It's something that might have happened. I've got to tell you, though, it's not something I ever thought I'd see. And mm. to me, it's telling that Bunting, who is the mastermind of the whole thing, hasn't made an application. Mm. Yeah. Sean, great to have you in as always. Thanks, always excellent You're stuff. an I-dotter, aren't you? Dot? Yeah, yeah you're absolutely. a dot man. Yeah, yeah. Dot. so we're, we're, we're three eye dotters, and unfortunately, I think we're drawing the eye of the eye circlers on the basis of the conversation. Three eye dotters. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. Is, Everyone's got a label these days. Hey, look, you know, if, you, if that's what you choose to do, good luck to you. Maddie on the uh, on Twitter says to us, uh, "Excuse me, I still do circles over my eyes and J's at times. Does that mean I'm a serial killer or an eight year old girl?" <laughs> I think it no, means we were suggesting Maddie. that neither. Maddie. At all, Matt. <laughs> Interesting distinction, though. Mm. Any other, any, any other, any other circlers out there? Yeah. Eight double two three double o double o. Yeah, you've done it. Where did you learn it? I, I'm going. I just this. want to point out, I'm not going to be here for this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Sean. Thanks, guys. Fifteen minutes to wait.